welcome to None of This Is Real. It's a podcast about all things mysterious and weird. All things. We're going to talk about every single thing that anyone has ever called mysterious or weird. Yep, we're working on it. We're going to have thousands of episodes, y'all. Just probably trillions. We are working on it. We're on 32. (laughs) 32 episodes, not counting the random weirdnesses. That's right. If any of you out there have listened to all 32 episodes, thank you. And we appreciate let us know. You. We'll give you a prize. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about this beforehand. I just decided it. I'm Doomsday Domini. And I'm Sarah Sinkhole. We're sinking into a doomsday hole of mysterious doom. Oh, and just weird holes. What? Ew. No. Just weird holes. <laughs> That's all. Just a couple of weird holes making a podcast. <laughs> you weird hole. Hey, did anyway. anything mysterious or weird happen to you this week? Oh, man. I had one of those interactions with someone. I make a lot of eye contact with people. Just because I'm like, oh, another human. I'm terrified of you, but I need uh, to make a connection with someone. So I'm going to look into your eyes. So I make a lot. I do a lot of that, which sometimes doesn't work out for me. <laughs> um, like, for instance, when I was grocery shopping and I'm there, standing there with my son and this woman walks up and her eyes are open really wide. And she's like, hey, can I ask you a question? Like kind of frantic. And I'm like, um, yeah, sure. No. What's up? <laughs> I said, yeah, because I was just like, I don't know. You, I guess. So, what's the question? I'm scared. And she says, um, and she's smiling really big. So, I wasn't like, it was very, her energy was very off. But I said yes anyway. She goes, so, um, I think I might be pregnant and this big fat guy sat on me. Is that bad? (laughs) What? (laughs) She's smiling really big. And, like, her face was like, I'm acknowledging that this is a weird thing to say, but I'm just going to ask you, strange person, because I guess she thought I would know since I have a kid. I don't know why she asked me. I don't look like an expert on anything. On fat guys sitting on you. Yeah. So this big fat guy sat on me, and is that bad? for? Is it going to hurt the baby? And I'm you like, look well, like first- a lot of people sit on you. Yes, I think that's what it was. (laughs) You look like you've had a lot of people to sit on you, so you must know. So I don't, I was just like, standing there for a second, like, okay, I'm processing the whole question. So first it's like, okay, big fat guy sat on you. (laughs) How did, what was the context, right? How did the sitting go? Was it just like a light lap sit? Did he like twerk on your head? Yeah, like what are we talking about? And then I go back to the first part of the question, which was, I think I might be pregnant. <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, I've been in that boat before of where I think I might be pregnant, but I was just like, <laughs> the whole question was, there's a lot to process. So I said, this is my answer. Just right off the bat, I said, well, when I was pregnant, I went flying over the handlebars of my bicycle and the, the handlebars hit my stomach and I like hit the pavement really hard and my son seems to be fine so far 
<laughs> and also, while we're here, go buy a pregnancy test. Yeah, I should have said that, but I didn't. I was just like, okay. And she's kind of, she's like, I'm sorry. I don't know that was weird, but um, I'm just kind of worried. I'm just freaking out a little bit. And like, I don't even know if I'm really pregnant. And then she demonstrated how the big fat guy sat on her. <laughs> did she sit on you? She did not sit on me. She said, I was laying on the bed and he just did like this. And then she pantomimed like sitting down several times. <laughs> I was like, okay, I have still so many questions and I'm now concerns, but you know, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> what if she thinks that's how she got pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> And we have I have a lot more concerns if that's the case less questions more concerns oh and then so I said you're probably fine you know but if you're really scared just go to the doctor and have him check you out you'll be okay right you know I feel like that's good advice from a yeah. stranger in the hair care product aisle so then she starts picking up boxes of, of hair dye and she's like see my hair it was supposed to be purple that's not purple is it it's black and I was like yeah, it's black, but maybe it'll wash out. And then we have a whole long conversation about hair color. And my son is just looking at us like, what is going on? What is this lady <laughs> talking about? Now, like, he's as confused as I am. And then I gave her some hair color advice that she asked me about. And then I said, good luck with everything. <laughs> good luck with your hair and that fat guy. And I just walked off and I was like, well, that's. That is something else. And then I went into the parking lot and this young man came up to me and asked if he could use my cell phone because he was supposed to meet his friend across the street at the diner and he wasn't showing up. And every time I ask somebody else if I can use their cell phone, they look at me like I'm crazy. And I was like, well, this is nothing compared to what just happened to me. Sure, use my cell phone. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, oh, I won't look at anybody like they're crazy for a long time. They're going to have to top a lady asking me if her baby she might be pregnant with is okay after a big fat man sat on her. And she's going to have to have huge eyes and a big weird smile. It was so crazy. You should go on Craigslist and put that in the missed connections. <laughs> you, you, you asked me in the <laughs> hair care aisle. <laughs> and then, the baby was okay. Uh, is everything all right? Are you pregnant? Is the baby okay? How's the fat guy? Yeah. What's up? So, yeah, that was pretty... Pretty weird. What you got for me? What's your weird thing? I wish I could remember what this thing said. <clears throat> I, I saw it yesterday and I was like, I'm going to remember that and I'm going to tell Sarah. So I'm just going to have to paraphrase. I saw a decal, a huge, not sticker, but like a big decal on the back of someone's car. Yeah. I know that said something, something like this. Co something about cops use dogs' feet to make Fritos? What? Yeah, it was something about cops and dogs' feet and either corn chips or Fritos. I... What? What does that I don't mean? know. It must be what like... Is mean? that an inside joke between a group that they just made a sticker out of and they think it's hilarious? That's not... I mean, that really feels like something you and I would do where we would have this whole bit that we go back and forth with for so long that it becomes some something like that and they were like let's just make a sticker out of that actually wait i did do that and i it's on lorenzo's car has a sticker that people probably don't understand <laughs> that says my cat doesn't a understand post structuralism i think <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, is that what it says? It says something I like kinda that. I kind of get that. I mean, I kind of get It makes a little I, more sense. I guess I get it, possibly because you told me, but it... I did. A lot of people know there are those bumper stickers that it's like, my dog's a Democrat or whatever. That's how it started, is that I was... Yeah. I had a lot of tequila and I yelled out the car window to someone, how do you know your dog's not a libertarian? And then they rolled the car window up on me. My yes. friends. And so now your cat doesn't understand post-structuralism. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long and winding, giggly road to that to that one, yeah. But yeah, maybe it's something like that. Like, they know what it means and they think it's hilarious that strangers are reading it. Cops make Fritos with dog's feet. Something. I, if I see it again, I'm going to try to take a to, photo. You have to take a photo. We'll put it on the Instagram. I, I remember exactly where I saw it. Maybe I'll drive by there. It, honestly, I wanted to pull over, but I had been in traffic for so long. For some reason yesterday, there it was like L.A.-style traffic here. I think they were doing construction, and it was 5 o'clock, and I don't know. So I was All like, no, I can't reasons. turn around now. I'm almost home. No, no, no. Dang it. But if I see it again, I'm going to i'll text you so you're because gonna... it was so it was huge yours is like a normal size it's a bumper normal sticker. bumper sticker yeah this is like a big i want the world to know that cops whatever they do with dog's oh feet God. and fritos all right you've got to stalk this person <laughs> and maybe they listen to the podcast hey they probably do so many probably. people are most likely um and my cousin peggy saw she told me one time she was like i saw this minivan that had a or just she saw a sticker that said i used to be cool on a minivan and so i was like you should get one of those and she got one of those <laughs> and then she's she was driving around and she saw another minivan that was just exactly like hers with the same sticker and i was like you need to hang out with that person obviously that is a friendship written in the stars right there yeah. That's your new best friend. Yeah, pull, like, flag them down. Make them pull <laughs> over. Well, I love our topic today. I'm excited. It, it, we're going to talk about common misconceptions. Yes. And I think we both, I mean, I don't know if you used any other sources, but our main source was this list. There's a long, long list on Wikipedia about common misconceptions, and then it tells you what the real thing really is. Yes, and I, this... I did get all, all mine off Wikipedia because it's a great list. And a lot of them were stuff that I remember because I'm just skeptical by nature, obviously. And so mm -hmm. as soon as the internet was accessible, I was always like, is that thing really true that my mom told me for like my whole life? Oh, like my dad telling me that his hair was always dry really soon after taking a shower because he would do the hair be dry trick. Oh, wow. That, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And it, sometimes he would be in the bathroom after a shower with the door shut. And if he knew I was around, he would very loudly go, hair be dry. <laughs> <laughs> and so for years, I was like, dad, please tell me the hair be dry trick. Like, I have a lot of hair. Takes forever to dry. Will you please tell me? And he would always go, oh, I can tell you when you're 10 years old. And then oh he my would, God. then he would change it. You're not That's old enough to use that trick. You have to be a, legally an adult. We do that with Levon. He thinks that when he says water spray in the car that the windshield wipers and the the water comes out <laughs> onto the windshield. <laughs> he thinks he's a wizard. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> so that, that'll be he's what He's a windshield he wizard. 
He's a wizard, all right. A wizard of <laughs> something. Well, you're going first. Yeah. I am. I am. Yeah? Yeah. My... Tell me what common misconceptions. Maybe I believe some of them. I mean, there's so many out there. I think most people believe at least one. And because people tell you these things, like, so, with so much confidence, because they've been told it, and it's just the thing everybody thinks. Anyway, so, I mind focus mostly on bugs and humans. That's the direction Great. I took. Yeah, all of them are about bugs and or humans. And or, no, just or. <laughs> <laughs> just or. Okay. So, have you ever heard that people say there's no, no one has ever figured out how bumblebees can fly? Like, bumblebees shouldn't be able to fly. I have heard that. Yes. Well, that's not true. Because the flight mechanism and aerodynamics of the bumblebee are actually quite well understood. In the 30s, a French entomologist postulated that bees theoretically should not be able to fly in his book, Le Vol des Insectes, The Flight of Insects. Then later realized his error and retracted the, su the suggestion. No one, no one learned about the retraction. So everyone's just like, yeah, bumblebees uh, scientifically should not be able to fly. They're just magic. I mean, I, I think they are magic, but... They are. They're, start, they're science magic. Jay's out beekeeping right now as we speak. Are you serious? Yeah. That's awesome. I have another bee one. You'll have to tell these to Jay when he gets home. So, European honeybees are often described as essential to human food production. So, people say without bees, we would humans would starve and die out. Like, we wouldn't have anything to eat. So the quote, if bees disappeared off the face of the earth, man would have only four years left to live, has been misattributed to Albert Einstein. So it's right. not true, and Einstein didn't even say that. In fact, many important crops need no insect pollination at all. The ten most important crops comprising 60% of all human food energy all fall into this category. I mean, not that I'm saying, like, well, see, we don't even need the stupid-ass bees. Fucking let them die. <laughs> There's a whole Science Versus episode about bees, and the guy does say we would live, we would have, we would have food, but yeah. it wouldn't be very good. Like, we wouldn't have a lot of the fruits that we have, or it wouldn't taste very good. Right, yes. There's like, definitely bland. an effect. We just wouldn't die. There's also this other one called Weirdest, The Weirdest Thing I Learned This Week, or something like huh. that. That you would probably also like. It's just people saying, like, did you know this crazy thing? And it's one that's, if it's useless or bizarre or silly, that's the best information you can give to me. Yes. I love useless information. So here's a little bit about praying mantises. So have you ever heard that praying mantis, female praying mantises eat the male during sex? I have. Or after sex? And I commend them for it. And we're all like, hell yeah, sister, you fucking eat that guy's head. <laughs> yes. Hashtag men are trash, and, but tasty. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that's that rarely happens, um, especially in their natural environment. So there was a study at the University of Kansas that, that observed one out of 45 times, it was the male who ate the female. And with that same frequency, the female ate the male before mating. Ah. So these are just some weird freaky ass bugs that like to eat each other as part of the 
coital process. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's dangerous out there. Yeah, praying mantises are so cool, but I do not want them to come near me. They freak Why? me out. It's the way they can turn their head, and they look they look very intelligent. They look like they're going, hmm, and what? I'm going to get you with my creepy forearms. I don't like them. Hmm. Don't turn your head that way. It's like an owl. You know how the owl can turn its head so far? Yeah. There's something sinister about that movement. Okay, so the next one is about spiders. So get ready, arachnophobes. But this will make you feel better because the urban legend that one swallows a high number of spiders during their sleep has no basis in reality. Yay! Which makes sense to me because I've always thought, I'm sorry, if there was a spider up in my face crawling into my mouth, there is no way I wouldn't wake up. Are you kidding? Come on. Yeah, I would at least wake up some of the time. Exactly. That's what the odds are if a spider's trying to get in your mouth all the time, which why would they even be doing that? That's crazy. (laughs) Um, This doesn't make any sort of sense. But if even if they were, you wouldn't be... Sometime you would have to wake up in the act of the spider going into your mouth. Yeah. And that never happens, so... I mean, unless some of you turkey buzzards out there want to send us an email about that time you woke up while a spider was knocking on your lips. <laughs> Let me Thank in there. You. Let me in. <sighs> so, oh my God. Don't, you don't have to worry about that. Um, I also have another one about spiders. And this one is one I was told so many times growing up around here. Because I don't, I guess daddy long legs are all over the place. There's, and all over the world, there's daddy long legs. Oh, yes. They're everywhere. Yeah. That always reminds me of our camping trip now when I see a daddy long legs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that was great. That was a great camping trip. Baxter the upcycling spider? Mm-hmm. Yep. It came out for real a daddy long legs. Was it a daddy long legs? It was a daddy long legs, and it came How out How did it do that? It took a big piece of onion skin from when we made dinner that was on the ground and pulled it into its little crack in the rocks. And that's what we did for 20 minutes or more. Laugh about how what Baxter was going to do with the onion skin. <laughs> He's making a little cape for himself. Or a rug. Mm-hmm. I think it was a floor, a floor rug. It was an onion rug. Hmm. That's, that's so smart. Anyway. So, contrary to popular belief, Daddy Long Legs do not make rugs out of onion skins, nor are they... <laughs> The most venomous spider in the world, which is what I was always told. They're yeah. so venomous, but their but mouth is so small. You. They can't. They can't bite you. There's tea tiny little mouth just can't pierce your fleshy flesh. And that's not true. Uh, they can actually bite you, first of all, and but the amount of venom is so tiny that you would only feel a mi- mild burning sensation for a few seconds. Um, in addition. People call different things daddy long legs in different places. So there are harvestmen, which are not, they're arachnids, but not spiders, whatever. There are crane flies, which are insects and definitely not arachnids or spiders. Also, male mosquitoes are called daddy long legs in some places. So maybe that's why it's been so confusing. We're all talking about different bugs and, and none of them are that venomous. So we're good. Good. That, that makes me feel better. Okay, so those are all of my bug facts. Moving on to facts about the human body. All right. Okay, so if you wake up a person who is sleepwalking, what happens? 
Everybody dies. Everybody dies. They'll die and they'll kill you and then they'll kill everybody else. It's a yeah. catastrophe. Is it what can it is. be very dangerous to wake a sleepwalker. Not. Psych. And psych. So it's true that if you wake them up, they may be confused or disoriented for a short time, but it will not cause them any harm. It's actually probably a good idea to wake them up because they can't see where they're going and they're going to hurt themselves. <laughs> It makes more sense to wake them up or just like be a human buffer and like herd them and walk with them. That might be more fun for you. And then you don't have to wake anybody up. Yeah. Just usher them back to bed. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I've only sleep slept walked once that I know of and it really freaked me out. This was only a couple years ago in our apartment in LA. I just woke up in the standing in the living room. You did tell me that. And for some reason, that to me would feel so creepy if you, were, you woke up standing somewhere. If I woke up laying in a different place, I feel like, oh, okay, I just got up and laid down here. But for some reason, the thought of you just standing still in the middle of the night in your living room gives me, like, Blair Witch vibes for sure. Oh, my God. I just realized something, too. The place oh. where I was standing. Do you remember those built-in shelves that I mm-hmm. had? Yeah. I was I standing did. right in front of those. And that is also where a picture fell down really inexplicably. I remember the picture falling. Ah, Like there was, Jay is, he's not a huge believer in like paranormal and stuff. He's open, but he, he doesn't really think about it the way I do. And he Uh came home and I was like, that picture fell face on the floor, face down on the floor. And he was like, that one? (laughs) How? What? Maybe I got it figured out, okay? Okay. It was like a weird time slip thing where you knocked that picture down while you were sleepwalking sleep. and then um, the timelines overlapped and it just fell at a different time in that timeline. Don't worry, everybody. It's just timelines overlapping. It's just, that's all. They're always doing that, messing this up. Okay, anyway, so sleepwalking. It's fine to wake a sleepwalker. Yes, it's fine. It's better because then they won't hurt themselves or knock pictures over. Um, let's see. Humans. Oh, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite ones. Humans have more than the sighted five senses. We, in fact, have more, possibly more than 20 senses, if you count them a certain way, I guess. In addition to sight, smell, taste, touch, and hearing, duh, the five ones we all know. Humans can sense balance and acceleration. There's a pain, that's a sense. Body and limb position, relative temperature. Other senses uh, sometimes identified are the sense of time, which I have none. I don't have that sense at all. <laughs> Itching, I have that one pretty much every second of my entire life. That one. Pressure, hunger, thirst, fullness of the stomach, need to urinate, need to go dookies, and blood carbon dioxide levels. I just think that's cool. Because we're always just like, oh, it's these five things and that's it. But then when you start thinking about it, there are ones that don't technically fit into, like, what would you call temperature? Feeling a temperature change or feeling balance? I don't know. I mean, I guess they could all be under... Maybe they're all lumped under feeling, but they're di- they're very specific. Touch. Yeah. Well, there's I I know it. it's cool to think about all the subcategories of the different 
and how equilibrium has to it has to you would think it would involve like hearing and touch and sight yeah some of them involve multiple of the basic five that's Mm -hmm. cool i think so too you know me and my terror of the human brain terror and fascination (laughs) um okay so here's a good one diet has very little influence on the body's detoxification and detox diets have no scientific basis and are, quote, a waste of time and money. <laughs> Toxins are removed from the body by the liver and the kidneys. And this is something, this is, a, I'll, I'll recommend another podcast. We're talking about this. Um, I probably have before, but Sawbones is one yeah. of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. They, she talks a lot about, she get she's a doctor, the, the, female host Sydney McElroy is a doctor and she gets very up in arms about like listen your body does these things you don't need to like alkaline water and all that alkaline stuff she's like no if we didn't do that we'd be dead like we already do that inside our body and it's the same with the detox it's like you can do those diets sure eat really well do all that but don't do those ones that could possibly cause more harm or just are expensive because your liver and kidneys are already doing that for you. You're good. Like, just make sure your liver and kidneys are good. Yeah, you can eat certain foods or drink certain teas and stuff that will help be good for your liver and kidneys. Right. But they're not, they are not actively detoxifying you. Right. It's the liver and the kidneys that are. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's just one of those facts. Yeah, I like it. Also, on the same vent, you do not need to drink everyone doesn't need to drink eight glasses of water a day it varies god i know right it varies by person uh your weight your activity level your clothing your environment and also it doesn't need to necessarily be drunk in pure form because you can get like water from juice tea milk soup and fruits and vegetables so you're good just drink when you're thirsty if i drink eight hours eight glasses of water a day i would never stop peeing oh my god we could never get anything done we'd never we'd have to podcast with you on the toilet (laughs) i have thought about doing that (laughs) i this podcast where do you think it gets edited (laughs) i edit every episode while i poop and pee you're welcome yeah you're welcome y'all we're all very very appreciative of that (laughs) mental image i'm gonna do two more really quick ones okay um, people do not use only 10% of their brains, so y'all are good. Quit worrying about it. You're, you're living up to your potential. You're fine. Everybody's doing great. You're killing it. You're using lots more than 10% of your brain. Oh, boy. It's true that a small minority of neurons are actively firing at one time, but the inactive neurons are important as well. So, and that's something people have thought for a very long time, and it just ain't true. I mean, it's nice to think that you have more potential than what you're doing, but it doesn't mean that doesn't have to do with the percentage of your brain that you're using. Every neuron is important, y'all. Every neuron is sacred. Okay. My, and this is my last one, and it's pretty great. Hand size does not predict human penis size. <laughs> what? What about foot size? No. But apparently, finger length ratio might have something to do with how big your wiener is. So. What is, how, how do you, what's the ratio? I don't know. Don't worry about it, y'all. It's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. And it's the uh, emotion. The emotion of the tongue. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> no, I wanted to look at my fingers and find out if I would have what kind of penis I would have if I, if I had one. Well, you know, every penis used to be a clit anyway, so we're all good. Yeah, I do have a metaphorical penis. Right, we all do. Yeah. We all have everything, it's just in a different form. Everyone's the same. You're special and you're not special, so good night. Thank you for that motivational speech. Uh, sure, if that was motivational, I think you probably need some help. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that that's true. Yes. All right, those are my facts. Is any of that real? Um. Well, yeah, so I used to believe a lot of that stuff, or I thought some of that was true. Like, I definitely have heard the bumblebee thing a lot. Yep. The 10% of your brain thing. I did hear that the, I have heard that you don't really need to drink the eight ounces of water, which was a huge relief a few years ago when I found that out. <laughs> You're like, thank you. Goodness, I've been so worried about it. I've been racked with guilt every day. Thank you. And, but I'm a little disappointed that the female praying mantises don't decapitate their loved, their, their partners. <laughs> yeah. Their lovers. What are you going to do? Run away when they look at you. That's what yeah. you should do. Yeah. Well, thank you for those. Oh, yeah. You're no problem. Anytime. I feel so much more educated right now. Don't you, though? I'm so good I for do. that. That's what happens when everybody talks to me. They say, God, there's a wealth of knowledge, Sarah. No one's ever said that to me before. <laughs> said that to you? <laughs> I have a few that are more on the, like, arts and culture and uh, history type. So, I will start with music. There's a little music and a little history mixed up in here. Okay. A lot of people say that the melody used in Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, the alphabet song, and Ba Ba Black Sheep, that those that, that, that song was composed by Mozart when he was five years old. Okay. I think I have heard that before, actually. You, have you heard that? Yeah. Well, the truth is, it was already a popular French folk tune which existed for decades before Mozart composed a series of variations on the tune when he was 25 or 26. Yeah, Mozart. Stop trying to take credit for everything. Jeez. Jeez. Okay. And a little bit more history. George Washington did not have wooden teeth. Have you heard this? Yes. I was actually just talking. I just told this very fact to my mother-in-law and her fiancé like two days ago. Okay. So you know so that... Good. His dentures were made of gold, hippopotamus ivory, lead, animal teeth, including horse and donkey teeth, and unfortunately, human teeth purchased from slaves. Yep. That's the yeah. grossest, most bizarre. I've never heard of, those are the worst teeth I've ever heard of, is what I'm that trying to say. <laughs> nasty. This is why they would paint their portraits with their friggin' mouths closed. God, they were so weird. I know there was a time in history where only rich people, you know, wealthy people were the only ones that could afford sugar, and they didn't really have great dental health, so their teeth would turn black. Like, their teeth were rotting from all the sugar, the rich people. And because they were trendsetters and everybody wanted to be wealthy, lower class people would paint their teeth black. Really? So they would look like they could have access to sugar. We could do a oh. whole episode on weird teeth shit. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah, people are weird and stupid. We do not make any sense. We won't do anything that makes sense as a as a group. Another historical misconception is a lot of people attribute the saying "Let them eat cake" to Marie Antoinette. 
Ah. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a good one. But she... She... They, okay, so they said that... She said this when she heard that the French peasantry... Oh, let me re-say that. That was, was just, And they said that she said that he <laughs> said. So the saying is attributed to Marie Antoinette when she heard that the French peasantry were starving due to a shortage of bread. And she said, right. let them eat cake if they don't have bread, right? What a bitch. Bitch. <laughs> so rude. Ugh. Eat the rich. Anyway. What a see you next Tuesday. The phrase was actually first published in Rousseau's Confessions when Marie Antoinette was only nine years old, and most scholars believe that Rousseau himself coined it or that it was said by Maria Theresa, the wife of Louis XIV. Ah. And even Rousseau or Maria Theresa, whichever one is correct, they did not use exactly that phrase, but they actually said, let them eat brioche. Oh, okay. I do like right. brioche, but... It is good. Man, that's crazy. What? How does that happen? It's like a weird game of telephone. Well, Marie... So, Marie Antoinette was a really unpopular ruler, so people attribute the phrase to her in keeping with her reputation for being hard-hearted, disconnected with her subjects. Just like you could imagine any one of the Kardashians saying, let them eat avocado toast. But, <laughs> no. That was my joke. I wrote that. You like I like it? it. I do. It's funny. That is a very catty thing to say. It's, why do you look like that? What happened? I was hearing a noise. It's it's oh. gone. It sound like somebody. Do you hear that? Someone's banging on something. Stop it, people! But I ju- the phone froze and then it cut to your face looking very confusedly <laughs> out the window, and I was like, um, is everything? What happened? Are you okay? Are you being abducted right now? Is that what I'm witnessing? That would be cool if that happened on the podcast. It couldn't happen at a better time. (laughs) Okay, I have one more one. One more one. This is also a bit historical and also has to do with language. And one of our favorite, favorite words in the world. Can you guess what it is? One of our favorite words in the world? Are you being facetious? No. Or is it it really one of our favorite words? I think it really is one of our favorite words. Oh, God, I like so many words. I don't know. What is it? Lizard? (laughs) The word fuck. Oh, I love that word. <laughs> I know. My dad told me where this one came from. I'm just banging on shit. Stop. <laughs> Wait, my dad left here not too long ago. Did he drive up to your house and knock on your door while we podcast? It seriously sounds like someone's taking a big empty trash bin and whacking it on the side of their house. That's what I'm picturing. Okay. It's a kind of a hollow plastic sound, but it's quite loud. What in the world? I don't know. Anyway, tell what does your dad say that it stands for or where it came from? Uh, fornication under the consent of the king. Yes, that is the common, that is the rumor. Uh-huh. So the rumor is that that originated in Christianized Anglo-Saxon England in the 17th century as the acronym, like you said, fornication under the consent of the king or... As an acronym meaning for unlawful carnal knowledge. Nice. Some say it was either a sign that they posted above adulterers in the stocks or that it was a criminal charge used against members of the British Armed Forces. Yet another rumor claims that the word was used during the 15th century Battle of Agincourt as a corruption of 
pluck you. Like a chicken? Pluck? Yeah, it was an okay. idiom falsely attributed to the English for drawing a longbow. All right. I've never heard that one. Pluck you. I'm like, going to start saying that, though. D- like Y-E-W. Oh, okay. Now yeah. I'm all kinds of confused. You're I know. Plucking, it's... You're plucking a U. Isn't that a, a tree? A U? Yeah. Maybe okay. that's what they made their bows out of. I love this kind of thing. So, Ent- the etymology? Truth is, etymology. Etymology. Oh my god. Etymology's bugs. Go. Sorry. The other day I was in a meeting, in a sales meeting at work, and I someone made a joke. They they didn't like the word beef, like you have a beef with someone. Mhm. And we were talking about where it came from and I said, "I don't know the in- the etymology." And then <laughs> One of the one of the guys looked at me and he he like had a look on his face and I was like oh that's bugs and he's like yeah that's bugs <laughs> and I said that's what I meant because that word is bugging him ah cha 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 <laughs> see I I turned it around in my favor you did it right <laughs> uh, that was a dad joke the actual etymology is this. But okay, so the truth is that modern English was not spoken until the 16th century, and here's another wonderful joke that I wrote. And the band Modern English was not formed until 1979. Oh my god, you are killing it with these jokes! <laughs> oh, I should not write these into the thing. No, okay. you definitely should, and better. <laughs> no one, please. <laughs> um, words such as fornication and consent did not exist in any form in the English language, until the influence of Anglo-Norman French in the late 12th century. Are you sure okay. it was the 12th century? Because I think consent hasn't been a word since for like 10 years, maybe. <laughs> it's just it's just become a word in the last year. Yeah. Apparently it's been around. Okay. No one, no one was using it. The Mm-mm. earliest recorded use of that beautiful and satisfying word fuck in English comes from circa... 1475 in the poem Flynn Flies. Flies is with two Y's. Of course it is. Where it is spelled F-U-C-C-A-N-T. Oh. Fuckant, I guess. Fuckant. Fuckant. Conjugated, that is conjugated as if um, it's a Latin verb meaning they fuck. Oh, okay. Okay. And it is of Proto-Germanic origin. And is either related to the Dutch word fucken, F-O-K-K-E-N, or yes. German flicken, or Norwegian fuka, with two Ks. Fuka, with two fuka. Ks. I like that. I'm going to start If you're Norwegian that. or Dutch and you have a different pronunciation, please let us know. Oh, please, because we're probably just myrtleizing that one. Um, well, actually, we're probably getting it perfect because it's our favorite word. Well, that is great. I love I love etymology and entomology, but I like both so much. We did, we did both of those things today interchangeably. Well, oh, what do you that was think? Awesome. Is any of that real? And did you believe any of that before I told you? Um, I didn't ever believe the fornication under consent of king thing, mostly because my dad said it. And growing up, when I asked my dad questions i did not get real answers so i just kind of don't believe anything he says how much did that cost a dollar 380 uh-huh uh-huh yep dad it hurts when i do this don't do that that was the kind of thing that i got so oh and I, I never believed that one because my dad said it 
<laughs> another, another thing my dad used to tell me, we would play hide and seek and I could never, ever find him. And I, finally he'd come out and I'd be like, where did you hide? I couldn't find you. And he would say, I hid on the ceiling. <laughs> oh, that's a creepy image. I just pictured your dad like hanging on the ceiling and I got spooked. Like something from a Japanese horror movie. Oh my god, we should make a Japanese horror movie about your dad. It's just called Bob. Babu. <laughs> Babu. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you... <laughs> oh my god. I took a sip of coffee, and then you said Babu, and I think a little bit came out of my nose. <laughs> oh yay, that was my goal for the day. <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Did so, you yeah. think any of those other ones were true before I told oh, you? Oh, which ones did you say? Oh, now I can't me. think of anything but... Ugh. Horror you said, Bob. We said Mozart. Mozart writing tweet. I heard that Star. one, yes. I don't know if I believed that one, but I heard it. I guess I never thought too deeply on it, honestly. <laughs> you didn't sit and ponder that one? No, not really. And then let them eat cake. I thought she said that. I think. I mean, everybody said she said it. Jeez. So just don't believe on everything everybody says. Don't believe on anything. Wait, we do that at the end. Yes. <laughs> wait. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, wait. wait. Um, do you have any questions for the Magic 8-Ball? Um, Magic 8-Ball. I don't know. What do you think? You ask one. Okay. I feel like I always ask a question. I'm going to ask, did any of the Kardashians ever say, let them eat avocado toast? (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) I'm stop drinking. (coughs) Most likely. Maybe they, maybe they said it, they made that joke already about themselves. (laughs) Oh, man, so I'm not original? The self-deprecating humor. They're so good at that, the Kardashians. <laughs> I'll have another question. I have another question. Okay, do it, do it. Do, is there someone outside my house banging a huge trash can against something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. It's me. Oh! Is it Joel? It's my dad. No, the answer is no. Okay. And Magic 8 well, like, no, that's ridiculous. No, they're doing, they're banging the trash can against another trash can. Duh. Oh. It's, what's that? What was that? Stomp? The musical Stomp? Yeah. That's what's happening outside your house. (laughs) Someone's just rehearsing. Yeah. Or the Blue Man Group. Didn't they, like, hit things with things? I don't know. I never paid much attention to them. Someone's, someone is definitely hitting things with things. That is true. Gotta get out there and find out, because... I'm desperate to know what's happening now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that right after. Okay, um, text me. On that note, if y'all want to support the podcast, um, I'm about to make a little a better recording space for us. And so it'll be a little quieter. You will not hear the banging and the dog barking and the rigmarole that happens outside. The dads knocking on doors, the children offering so. flowers through the window. <laughs> If you would like to contribute to that, we have a Patreon page set up and we will send you some very strange and odd gifts, a sticker, I'll do your birth chart. If you want something specific and you don't want one of those things, you can ask us. Hey, hell, we don't care. We we might say no, but... Yeah, I like to make things out of clay and make uh, little bottles full of weird ephemera collections and paint on clothes. I'll just do... You know, I'm versatile. Yeah. I can make weird shit out of other weird shit all day long. We're very weird over here. And, you know, if you can't do that, we would love it if you would rate and review us and tell your friends about the podcast, because that's how people can find this weirdness. Yes, lead them to the weirdness. 
Let them drink of it. Let them eat cake. <laughs> so, yeah. Do you have any uh, things that you thought were true for years and years and then found out they weren't? Let us know. I'm all about this uh, myth, myth busting that we're doing over here. Yeah. And also you can send us a recording of your beautiful voice to put on the end of this podcast. You can say um, what's real to you. You can say why you love Bigfoot. You can say what scares the crap out of you. What, whatever you'd like to share you with us. You can say a tongue twister and we'll be like, wow, that person is so good at tongue twisters. Yes. <laughs> just any old thing, really. We just want to hear your beautiful voice. And know that you're out there. That we're not alone screaming into the void. Send us your emails and send us your voice to none of this is real podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, find us on Instagram. It is a wild ride over there on the Instagram. We put outtakes, um, not outtakes, but like out of context art with quotes and strange art that Sarah does. Yes, I have entirely too much fun with my photo editing app. And you have <laughs> to look at it. Ha ha. Uh-huh. I'm like, I got up in your eyeballs. Sorry. Thanks. You're welcome. We love you. And I think that's pretty much it. Except I want to remind you all that you don't have to believe in any of the stuff we just said. Because obviously, everyone's telling you shit that's not true all the time, especially your dad. Yeah. But I think your dad would agree with me on this one, that you do have to believe on yourself. Believe all over yourself. Yes. Do it immediately. Bye. Goodbye. 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 <laughs> Chris, do you have a favorite conspiracy theory? Oh. That there's life in uh, outside of Earth. That there's life out there. I like it. Thank you. There has to be. I agree.